She's a motivator, a self-made multimillionaire, spiritual guide to students in over 90 countries, nutritionist and wellness educator, and founder of three international schools. A fine artist whose works can be found in private collections around the world, a fierce defender of children and animals, and a former Wall Street attorney who left the concrete jungle for the tropics over 20 years ago, where her life's mission has been to teach people all over the world how to master their energy, reclaim their personal authority and sovereignty, and develop a real relationship with the true Jesus. But to us, she's our mom, who loved us unconditionally from birth to now, who has been there for us 24-7 our entire lives without fail, always putting us first. The mom who protected, nurtured, empowered, and initiated us, making us her number one priority for the past 22 years. The mom who creates a home filled with love, empowerment, support, and guidance. Laughter, fun, and really good food. And now... Welcome to She Can Have It All with your host, Liana. Aloha and welcome everybody to my new podcast, She Can Have It All. This is Liana, your podcast host, and we are on episode one. I'm really excited to be bringing this podcast to the world and having some really great topics to cover, conversations to cover, and things that have come up over the last 13, well, 12 plus years that I have been a teacher and doing online work and creating programs in mind, body, and spirit health with students in over 90 countries. I am entering my 13th year, 2024. I started in 2012 and I really felt with the changing energy of 2024, with this massive expansion of Pluto going into Aquarius, that it was time for something new, something innovative and something that would really be able to serve my community and people who would be interested in these kinds of conversations. And I've been recording for a long time and I actually started my weekly forecast recording called Illuminations in 2015. And so I have had nine years straight of 52 weeks a year recordings weekly without skipping and I've recorded over 470 episodes, over a thousand hours, and that's a subscription and it's been going strong and growing and Illuminations covers, you know, every topic under the sun from health to spiritual to life and current events and astrology and energy and the quantum universe and esoteric stuff. Um, multi-dimensional stuff. It's, it's really just whatever comes through in each week. And so I knew that with this podcast, it was going to be something very different than that and something that dealt with the day-to-day life, day-to-day living. And I came up with She Can Have It All because I really embody that. I believe it. I know it. I do have that in my own life. I have been living my own dream life for 20 years and I do have it all. And what all means is all of what I want what I was seeking in my life. And I firmly believe that everyone listening to this podcast can have it all as well. And I believe that you deserve that. And a lot of the time we have to look at the world in its entirety, because of course there are many people around the world who are in survival mode, people who are living in abject poverty and oppression in countries where they are slaves a slave trade, which is bigger than it's ever been in our history. And women, children, men working in industries like the fishing industry 
and in chocolate, cacao harvesting and coffee and mining in the Congo for our iPhones, we have to be cognizant of the fact that the reality, the 3D reality is that there are a lot of people who can't have it all because they're barely surviving. They're trying to put food on their table and they are in a place where they're not even contemplating, you know, and any of you who've studied psychology, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And it's very relevant because if your basic needs aren't met for food, shelter, water, you are not sitting around listening to a spiritual teacher. You are not trying to run a business, start an an internet company or be an influencer or any of the things that I think a lot of us except as normal, or maybe even perhaps take for granted, there is a huge percentage of the world that doesn't live in that reality. And I say this all the time, and I've been teaching this to my students for a very long time. There are different realities that exist on this earth. And if you don't see that or believe that, you have to go back to the drawing board, back to square one, because there are different layers of existence. And that is all determined by many factors, obviously, where you've come from, past lives, your soul's journey, and your own energy frequency. And once you move to the levels where you can take control of that, where you can start to master your energy and become sovereign and step into your own authenticity, own your power, that's where you begin to realize that what shows up in your life is a direct reflection of your energy state of what you can control. You can't control anything outside of yourself. You can control what shows up in your life by manifesting through your own energy. And it takes a lot of work in my experience. It takes a lot of work to shift from a person who believes themselves to be a victim of life in general or powerless to the quote powers that be in the universe. When in reality, you are as is every soul, a very powerful being co-creating with God, with the divine. And once you understand that, and you understand that there is no authority over you in the universe, and at the same time, taking full accountability for everything that shows up, because it's kind of a double-edged sword. You can't manifest your dream life and have it all if you're not willing to take responsibility and be fully accountable for everything that shows up. So All of these topics and ideas are things that are important conversations. And my goal, my mission is always and has been to motivate and inspire you to live your best life. And that's going to look different for every single person. It's not the same. And I'm also really excited about this topic because I feel like it can help people clarify what your dream life really is. Because I think a lot of people arrive at, you know, these vision boards every year, we're kind of at the beginning of the year now, and they do vision boards and these great, wonderful ideas of what they want their life to look like. But when it comes down to it, a lot of that stuff isn't really what you want. It's what you think you're supposed to want, or you think might be great to have. And you might be influenced by other people that you see, or you might still be in that mindset of needing approval and validation. And when you strip all of that away and you become the raw version of yourself, which is really challenging to get to because you've had so much glommed onto your core essence. You've had authoritarian parents, you've had authoritarian schools, you've had authoritarian government structures. You have deferred your own power and your own authority and given it over to other people over and over and over. And to reclaim that, to get your power back is a process and it's a process of healing. 
And healing is of course at the core of all of my work, healing those inner children that didn't get total unconditional love, weren't fostered in a, in a place of unconditional love. And so started seeking approval. And we see it all over society by the different things people do to get approval. It's definitely very prevalent in social media. What's going to get approval, people being afraid to speak their mind, people being afraid to talk about the things that matter to them. And, you know, I talk about everything that matters to me, everything real, everything authentic, and it triggers people sometimes. (laughs) And, you know, I, don't care. I don't care because it's much more important to me to be authentic. And sometimes the people that get triggered, they leave, they come back. Some don't, which is fine, which is great because I know that's refining my audience and my people, people that are wanting an authentic path for themselves and to live their highest life path and to live their dream life. And I have to model that, right? If you're a genuine teacher, you have to model that. And The only way I can model that is by being authentic and talking about the things that matter to me and not being afraid of disapproval because I don't seek approval. I never did. I don't need validation. And there's, there's one source, which is Jesus for me, the true Jesus, not the church Jesus, not the Bible Jesus. I'm sure we'll be having many conversations about that, but that's what matters to me, not the approval of people who don't even have their shit together, people who pretend they have their shit together or who put on a great show with, you know, their social media accounts, but they're really struggling behind the scenes. And I'm not struggling and I haven't been struggling ever in my life. And I have lived my dream life for 20 years and it's my dream life. You know, it's what I wanted. And for me, dream life means living in a place that I never need a vacation from. It's the place I used to come to vacation because it was a reprieve from my life in New York City, which was a fun, exciting, great life for my career, but it wasn't my soul place. It wasn't my soulmate of a location. And I've been living in my soul place for 20 years, my dream life. And I also prioritize love. Love is the most important thing in my dream life. And by love, I mean, having really deep, meaningful relationships, long-term relationships, great relationships with my children, relationship with my husband and very close friends, my family. Love is the defining feature of my dream life, more important than anything else in there. And of course, motherhood and motherhood, the way I wanted to do motherhood. And I left my corporate career on Wall Street as an attorney, as a corporate attorney, when I had my daughter. And being a mother at that point was the most important priority. And working 70, 80, 90 hours a week at my law firm was no longer part of my dream life. It was my dream life for a short period of time, working on Wall Street, being in New York City, working on multi-billion dollar deals around highly intellectual people, world travel. All of that was amazing and fun. And I got to do some really exciting things that I would never want to change. But as I grew and evolved, my insight deepened and what was my dream life changed and motherhood became the most important thing for me. But I always also knew that I would be led towards other things in my life path that were in addition to motherhood. And that while on the journey of motherhood, I would be doing other things. And of course, I had a whole other career in sales for a while. And that allowed me the flexibility to be home with my children most of the time. And then I transitioned in 2012 to my entrepreneurial venture, my journey 
online and here I am going on my 13th year stronger and happier than ever in this life path. But my journey of motherhood was the priority even through all of that. And to me, in my dream life, motherhood meant no nannies, no babysitters, no night nurses, no passing the kids off to anyone else. I didn't want that for my life. I wanted the deepening type of relationship with my kids that I had with my parents, which was my parents were present. My parents were the ones who raised me. I did not have nannies and babysitters and places I went away from my parents. And I knew that that foundation, that total unconditional love, commitment, time, and presence was something I wanted to give my own children. I wanted that for my children. And, you know, motherhood is going to be the topic of many of these podcast episodes, I'm sure. But for me, motherhood is the most sacred journey, has been the most sacred journey and has been the most profound life path with both of my children being exquisite teachers full of love and joy and lessons and insights through their eyes and their lives. And that path was my priority above all else. And for me, that meant that I needed to be home. I needed to homeschool my kids. I needed to build my career around being their mom. And I think that's something really unique about my approach. And even in business, you know, I've become a self-made multimillionaire. I have a very thriving, successful business, actually multiple businesses, and they're growing. And I, I love money and wealth and the ability to have time freedom where no one tells me what to do, where to go, when to do it at any time. We travel the world. We are able to do everything we want and enjoy. And that's also very important to me. I think that abundance and and prosperity is huge. That's why I started a business school to teach people these principles, 12 DB school, the universal laws. And that's hugely important as well. And is part of my dream life. My dream life does not include struggle or poverty or, you know, and these are things I love to teach about because I think they do matter. And I, I believe that more people of light, more people who are light workers in this world should have access to more money and should create that for themselves if they want that. And of course, peace is another huge aspect of my dream life, internal and external peace. And, you know, one of the things that makes my approach unique, which is really what led me to bring this, she can have it all to out, out into the world is because my approach is not from the distorted masculine perspective. And there are tons of people out there who are very successful in their careers, worth hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars, and are thriving in that area of their life. And the overwhelming majority of them are doing it from the masculine competitive drive energy. That's a distortion energy. That is an energy that puts things out of balance and out of coherence. And really only the divine feminine energy is able to bring together the manifestation of abundance and prosperity, but also the nurturing, the balance and the coherence. And that's so difficult to find. And I don't know of anyone else out there doing that. I see people who are 
big influencers and who have, you know, even couples who are husband and wife doing businesses together and really successful and have great things that they're putting out into the world with their information or their, you know, teachings, whatever it is they're doing, but they are not thriving in what I would consider thriving. They're out of balance. They're out of coherence and they have kids. They have all the I's dotted and the T's crossed, but their kids are with nannies. Their kids are not being taken care of them at night. They have night nurses. They have babysitters. They have a lot of things that our society tells us, oh, it's okay. You shouldn't feel bad as a mom if you do these things. No, you should never feel bad. I say that all the time to my students. You shouldn't ever feel bad. It's asking yourself what aligns for you. What aligns for you at the end of the day, your dream life and the idea of you having it all has to align with what you want. And I know for me, coming from the integrated, coherent perspective of the divine feminine, I wasn't trying to build my business from the distorted masculine. I saw what that was on Wall Street. I saw these uber successful men and women, partners at my law firm who were badass, amazing, brilliant women, attorneys, argue in front of the Supreme Court of the United States, running huge deals, incredible women who I admired in a lot of ways and learned a lot of things from them. However, they were operating in the masculine energy. They were operating in this dog eat dog, competitive, how to get to the top. And that's why you see a lot of these conversations and all the talking heads, all the big time authors, they are going to people who are the loudest voices in the masculine world. You have your Joe Rogans, your Andrew Tates, you have these people, you know, Patrick Bet David, these very, very successful guys. And, and there are women too who have built billion dollar businesses on those same theories. And so, you know, that's not an approach I was ever looking for. I had access to that approach. I saw it up close and personal. I definitely have the drive, the determination, the intelligence, the education, the background, all of it to have created under that umbrella. And I decidedly chose something very different and became a stay-at-home mom who homeschooled my kids and who partnered with my husband to do it together. We've been doing it for 18 years together to create the family that I now have. And my kids are 22 and 17. And you can't have that without making that a priority. If I had done something different and chosen to go the other route, the masculine route, and have somebody else taking care of my kids and not being present with them 24 seven and not making them a number one priority over my work, I would have definitely been further along with the growth of my business, but I would not have the relationship I have with my kids today. And they wouldn't have the relationship with each other that they have. So for me, that was my dream life. And what I really want to emphasize when I say you can have it all, you really can. But there's a few things that factor into that. You have to know what is it that you really want to have because there is no right way and wrong way to do life. And I think a lot of people, if they hear someone say, well, I'm living my dream life. I have everything I want and everything I need. And I didn't have nannies and babysitters. And, you know, of course I'm talking just about the mother motherhood thing here. And I chose to get out of the city. I chose to live in a place where I could have sunshine 365 days a year and to be near the ocean and be near the mountains and be near the waterfalls and be in nature and not need air conditioning or heat, you know, live in a climate 
friendly place where I don't need fake air. I could have my windows open, you know, 52 weeks a year. And I quit my big job, corporate job. And, you know, when sometimes people hear things like that or hear me say that, it it almost brings up kind of like a triggering thing. Like, well, that, that doesn't mean it's wrong because I did this or I did that. And I think that's such a key piece to what I teach is that I know what I want. I've always known what I want because I was allowed to make authentic choices. I was allowed to choose the things that were directly lined up with my life path and the things that I was passionate about and the things that I value in life. And I didn't need validation or approval. My parents did not teach me that I needed that. In fact, they taught me the exact opposite, that I don't need anyone's approval. And my dad would always say to me, you're living your life. Anyone that has an opinion about it, fuck that. They're not you. They're not paying your bills. They're not raising your kids. They're not sleeping in your bed. It doesn't matter what they think. And look at them. Do you want to be like them? Did they have it all? Did they have a life that you admire? If no, next, move on. So I grew up with that from the time I was a little kid. And so I've always known what I want. And that's why I was able to create that and live my dream life for the past 20 years. And for most people, that is something that has to be undone. They have to undo that shame or that trigger. You know, if somebody else says they have it all and they did it this way, you have to heal the part of you that wants to all of a sudden make something you've done wrong. Someone choosing their life path and having everything they want is has zero to do with you. It's not about you, right? And you just have to identify what it is that you want and get really clear on that. And there is no right way and wrong way to do life. There's only an aligned way. There is no right way or wrong way to do life. There's only an aligned way and aligned to what you really want. So you can't be in alignment with life. You can't be coherent with life, coherence between your inner values and your outward manifestation. You can't be coherent and aligned if you don't know what you want. And knowing what you want can sometimes be a challenge if you haven't ever been able to ask those authentic questions. And if you're always seeking approval and a lot of people will say, oh, I'm not seeking approval. And maybe they don't feel like they really are, but by their actions, they're showing that they are still seeking approval and their inner children are still seeking approval from their mother, their father, someone that they believed they needed to impress. And of course, that kind of thing comes from the whole system set up in authoritarian structures. You know, if you believe in authoritarian structures, which clearly I do not, they're very harmful because they remove you from your own sovereignty. They teach you that you get a good grade and you should get a reward. So a lot of parents are rewarding their kids for good grades. And a lot of parents are punishing their kids for not good grades. And really that's a reflection of the parent's own insecurity that, you know, they don't want to have a child that has bad grades because it reflects poorly on them. I saw very, one of the big guys who I mentioned earlier, um, who very successful in business and he has kids and he's like, oh, the kid with the best grades for the week gets to pick out what movie they watch. I mean, this whole system of reward and punishment and that's distorted masculine. 
It's an old and dying system. That's why every time someone says something like, oh, well, our ancestors survived because they ate animals or, oh, traditionally women were home and raising children and cooking. And that to me is the most clear indication of somebody who's stuck in a very low frequency because they are using the past as if it is somehow instructional for the present, as if evolution of our consciousness is not important when in reality, it's the most important thing because our consciousness evolves. And I will say for a very small percentage of people, consciousness evolves before the rest of the 3D world evolves. That's why innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders are really very far ahead of their time. And I've used this before in very basic examples of the doctor who realized that washing hands before surgery would save lives. And he was ostracized and he was stripped of his medical license. And it wasn't until many years later that people realized, oh, he was right. And the same thing with the belief that the earth was the center of the universe rather than the sun. And in the time that these visionaries were speaking, they seemed crazy. They seemed nuts. They seemed like they had no clue as to what was really going on. And we all know now, very, very many years later, that they were the visionaries. They were the truth tellers. And being that myself, I have always been a visionary in the sense that my ideas and my teachings are things that sometimes in my own lifetime, I I have seen things that I have been talking about since I was 12. And that seemed totally crazy back then. Now are things that people accept. And I have seen that evolution in my own life. But there are certainly things that I teach about now that I know for a fact that it will be hundreds of years, maybe even thousands before some of these concepts are considered mainstream or widely accepted. I remember talking about people that had conversations with and interactions with off-planet beings, what most people refer to as aliens, which is kind of a woo-woo term for just something very basic to me. And, you know, I took a lot of these things for granted and thank God, literally thank God that I had parents who understood these things and who knew these things and who supported my visionary insights, my knowing, my abilities. And they were very protective of that. You know, they knew that this was something that I was here to do on this planet and that there would be people who would definitely gravitate towards that and be ready and open to hear new information and people that would not be. And so you see like a huge push right now because the world we live in is a world of duality. And I do not believe that you can have it all if you live in a world of duality. And that's why you see a lot of tension between, I'll just use food as an example, because it's very easy, very clear. I have a nutrition school. (laughs) I have been vegan for 32 years and I have a lot of examples from the world of food. So you see duality where people are pushing carnivore lifestyle and flesh eating. And that goes with a whole subset of beliefs that come under it. 
And then veganism also with a whole subset of beliefs that come under it. And what we're seeing right now, generally speaking, a lot of people who were truthers in the COVID world starting in 2020 and people who chose to keep their body free of any poisons, injections, needles, vaccines, whatnot, they are people who, generally speaking, again, there's always exceptions and outliers, but they are generally people who fall into that conservative grouping of people who very much believe in flesh eating and very much believe in what they see as their own personal freedom and tendencies to want to protect that. And they generally are people who believe in protecting human life, babies, unborn children. They tend to be people who are anti um, death. They are pro-life, if you will. And then on the other side, you have people who are in the subset of veganism, where a lot of them are obviously very protective of animal life, but not so much human life, not so much unborn babies, and many of whom tend to be more on what society would consider in a liberal mindset, as far as political leaning or belief systems in general. And you are made to believe that you have to pick one or the other. And for me as a visionary, I've never lived in duality. I've never believed, I know duality isn't real. Duality is part of a matrix setup. It is part of the Luciferian agenda. It is something that forces you by conditioning and control from childhood through authoritarian structures to believe you have to be part of a group of ideas rather than being a sovereign being and saying, well, what do I value? Right? So for me, I know what I value. I value life. I value the sanctity of life. I value compassion and love and empathy. And that has no room for the colonizer mindset. The colonizer mindset is what breeds racism, sexism, carnism. It's the belief that we are better, whether you are a male and think you're better than a woman, or you're one race and you think you're superior to another, or you're one religion and you think you're superior to another, or you belong in one wealth class and you believe you're superior to another, you have a certain type of education and you believe that you are superior to another. These are all things that happen because of duality programming. And if you look at the majority of people, no matter how successful they are, or if they're having it all, or what they think is having it all in their life, they are part of that duality mindset. And they are part of the colonizer mindset. And even people that you might look at, you might say, well, right, wealthy people think they're better than poor people. But even if you look in groupings of poor people, And you would ask them maybe on a racial basis, do you think that one race is superior to another? Do you believe that your religion is superior to another? Do you believe that your country is superior to another? And so in any grouping, you can find the layers of this duality. It's colonizer mentality, colonizer mindset, that we are superior to something 
in the predominant way in this world, it's that we are superior to women if you're a man, poor people if you're rich, and animals if you're human. And all three of those things are what breed racism and sexism and abuse of children and animals and women and domestic violence. And, you know, we're going to talk about all these issues because having it all to me, having it all means being able to walk through this world in the most authentic way possible, connected to Jesus, the true Jesus, not the religious Jesus, not the church Jesus, not the Jesus in the white male written Bible, New Testament, you know, lots of Bible conversations, I'm sure. I just have a million topics that I want to talk about in this podcast. But I never existed in that duality. And so I look at, as a sovereign being, I believe in the sanctity of life. I don't believe that we are superior to anything, to any be- to any other person. I don't believe any person is superior to another. I don't believe that humans are superior to animals. And in fact, as a very privileged person, which I consider myself to be, I grew up in a very wealthy county in New York. I have extensive education. I have a doctorate. I am wealthy. I am self-made, a multimillionaire. And I was born in a free country. And I was never trafficked. I was never abused. I never suffered any kind of domestic violence. I was never a single parent. I have a lot of advantages and a lot of privileges. And I have a lot of intelligence and I have world experience. And I believe even more so that the onus and the responsibility for someone like myself requires an even higher level a higher standard of character, of being, and requires me to be even more protective of people and animals, things that are vulnerable, beings that are vulnerable. And a true, a true embodiment of consciousness evolution happens when you have the ability to be superior. You have the ability to harm animals, to kill them and eat them. You have the ability to have farms, factory farms, and employ people and pay them substandard wages and have people working in industries like solar panel manufacturing, lithium battery manufacturing, cobalt mining, where people are exposed to cancer-causing toxins on a daily basis, and literally working as slaves. When you have the ability to do those things and you choose a higher path, you choose compassion, empathy, mercy, kindness, empowerment, that is the epitome of consciousness evolution. And so when people go back to how we always did things or how ancestors did things, my answer is always ancestors did a lot of dark things. There was cannibalism. There was reckless endangerment of humanity. There was colonizing. 
there was absolute destruction of the feminine, the mother principle. There so many things in society. I mean, people, I think to this day, forget that it wasn't even that long ago, even in the United States, that women could not have their own bank account. I mean, we're talking the 1970s. I was born in 1971. Right? And there's such a lack of awareness of that, of the power that was misused. And that's what happens in the duality. And that's why I was saying how we have these two different camps, if you will, the two different sides of the same Luciferian coin. And you have the people who are in the carnism and maybe right-leaning politically, maybe protective of children in the womb and anti-death, pro-life. But then you have the vegans maybe leaning more liberally, maybe believing in protection of innocent, vulnerable animals, but not so much innocent, vulnerable children. A lack of cohesion a lack of coherence, a lack of awareness that these things are interrelated and you have to first find your value. So in order to have it all in your life, I get back to my main premise. You have to know what you really want, but what you want is not the G-Wagon and the Cartier bracelet and the private jet to the Caribbean. You may you may want those things on a superficial level and you can have those things. And I have a lot of those type of things and I think they're great. I am a big promoter of people having wealth and and buying the things that they love. But at the same time, your wants and desires on a core level, on the soul level, are what align you ultimately to having it all, to living your dream life. Because it's not really your dream life. When you see people, I see people all the time on Instagram and they have made a few million dollars. They have big accounts, they're influencers and they go out and they buy or lease a very expensive car and they buy this very expensive apartment in a big city and they have all their you know Chanel bags and Louis bags and all the, the bells and whistles that they always dreamed of having. And this is sort of a new money phenomenon. People who didn't grow up with money, they all of a sudden need these things and these things represent money to them. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that. There's nothing inherently wrong with that, but it's a misalignment because they are chasing the money. They're chasing the success. They are believing that when they have the money and the success, they will be validated and accepted. And they're so far from their authentic life path of what do they really value? And sometimes they're not even, I think a lot of the time, not even asking that question. And I believe most people aren't asking that question. And that's where they come up with misalignments. That's where they come up against needing to check out, needing to numb out, needing to drink, to distance themselves from their reality, needing to use weed or other drugs or needing to use porn or needing to do something to distract. And a lot of the time people don't even understand what they're distracting from. And what they're distracting from at the end of the day is a spiritual sickness. It is a lack of consciousness evolution when the universe is pushing us all to higher levels of consciousness. And a huge percentage of people are clinging to lower levels of consciousness. So they may 
reach very high heights of achievement in certain areas. They may have very thriving business. They may have a lot of material success, financial success, or maybe they have great health, or maybe they have both. Maybe they're very wealthy and very healthy, but they are suffering in their relationships, or they have strained relationships with their children, or they have a disordered relationship with food or with alcohol, or you name it, anything else that is being used to push them away from true joy. Maybe they don't have peace. Maybe they feel like they're on the verge of burnout because they're always trying to keep up with something that's not real. And that's why I always say like, I work a lot. I work really hard. I've been doing online entrepreneurship for, like I said, going into my 13th year. I've never for one second even remotely felt burnt out. And so when I see all these people go, oh gosh, the hustle and the grind and I'm burned out and you have to do that. I'm like, gosh, I've never felt that. I've never felt that. I'm 52 and I wake up in the morning, like so excited to get out of the bed and start my day and do my work. And I love my students and my clients and the work that I do, all the different facets. I love recording. I love writing. I love creating. I love painting. I love all the things that I do on my path. And that's because my path is aligned. It's coherent. I have cohesiveness and there is no difference between my internal values and my external because I'm constantly asking myself, what do I value? And if I value compassion and love and empathy and to never bring myself into a colonizer frequency, that means that everyone that I come across, I see as an equal, as a soul, what their job is or their education level or their level of healing where they're at in their life. Those are things that don't matter because at the soul level, they're a soul. I care about one thing. Is this a person choosing light or choosing dark? I have zero interest in people who are choosing dark. Dark is everywhere. The duality is everywhere. People are choosing satanic Luciferian things. They don't even realize it. They don't realize what rituals they're participating in or what they're opening themselves up to. And I'm not here to convince anybody of that because the people who know that know that and they find me, they find the light. Jesus leads them to these teachings. So that's all I actually care about. Is your soul choosing darkness or is your soul choosing light? And anything else in those categories, you're an equal. And when you have more, when you know more, when you have more education, more money, more anything, more power in this world, you have an even greater responsibility to care for the beings that are not at that place yet in the 3D world. So that's the core of being able to have it all. Because like I said, so many people out there parading around as if they have it all, but they're really unhappy and they don't have peace at night and they're depressed and on medication or many of the coping mechanisms I mentioned earlier. And they don't feel free to be themselves and they have to present a facade of happiness, but they're not in their relationships and they're fighting with their families or their kids don't want to be around them. You know, there's just so many layers to this, but at the end of the day, I believe, I know that you can have your dream life. You can have everything. And one of the things that is told to women is you can't have it all. That's such a lie that puts so much stress on women that puts them into this belief that they should be doing 80 different things. And that's just too much. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Because you can have everything. You can have it all. I do. I do. And I have for a long time. I have a thriving career. 
money, success, happiness, passion, joy, fun, children, motherhood, homeschooling, health. I haven't been to a doctor since 2006 when my son was born, literally not stepped foot in a doctor and not been sick. Traveling all over the world, over a hundred planes in the past year, not even a sniffle. So that's my all. Now there might be somebody that's like, I don't want any of that. I don't want to travel. I don't want a business. I don't want to work anywhere near as hard as you do. I want to be home. I want to be a homesteader. I want to raise my kids. I want to have a farm and have sheep and goats. And I want to be home all the time. And I want my partner to work and provide our income. And I want to be taking care of the homestead. That's great because for that person, that might be having it all. And for another person, she might be saying, I don't want kids. I don't want children. I never wanted to be a mother. I want to maybe have a husband, maybe not, maybe have a wife, maybe not, maybe be single. And I want to have a career in the medical field and be well-known in that field and write a book or whatever it could be. It doesn't involve children, doesn't involve any of the things that I mentioned for my life. And for her, that's her dream life. And that's what I'm emphasizing here. Every dream life is different and it's never to be compared with anyone else's because there isn't a right way and a wrong way to do life. There's an aligned way. There's an aligned way. And if you're not aligned, you cannot have it all. And that's why there's that bullshit out in the, in the zeitgeist of the world that, oh, stop telling women they can have it all. It's just so much pressure. No, it's not. Fuck that. I have, this is not pressure for me. This is self-driven having it all. And I have it all, meaning everything I want. But again, you have to be really clear on what you want. And so I do believe because I know that everyone can have their dream life. Everyone listening, I already cleared up in the beginning for people that are in survival mode. That's not a reality. And you have to be realistic about that as well. But if you learn to master your energy, if you heal, this is the biggest piece. If you heal your inner children, the inner children still seeking validation and approval. That has to happen. That's why my core programs, Mother Wound and Father Wound, are foundational to help people get there. Because if your inner children are not healed, they're driving your life, they're driving your decisions, they are forcing you to seek approval and validation. So you have to master your energy and understand that everything that shows up in your life is a direct reflection of what you put out there. Heal your inner children. Stop requiring approval and validation from anybody else. Reclaim your self-authority and your sovereignty. Step out of the duality. See it for what it is. See it as a trap to get you hooked into thinking you need to be part of that grouping, that duality. Instead, tap into your sovereign self, into your soul and ask, what's real for me? Step away from anybody else's opinion or what anyone else thinks you should have. Oh, you're a woman, you should have children. There's something wrong with you if you don't. No, there's not. There's not. You can have an amazing aligned dream life that has nothing to do with kids. That was part of my dream life. And some people don't want to have a business. Some people don't want to work that hard. Some, some people have zero interest in an entrepreneurial journey. 
Some people aren't even that interested in having a lot of money. It's all so personal, but it can't be manifest until you understand yourself, until you know what is your true path, what is aligned for you. And when you begin to have internal and external coherence, coherence between what you value and how you're living your life, that's when you're on the road to really having it all. And I've seen women on social media who've said, oh, I have it all. And then, you know, two years later, because again, I've been in this in this world for going on 13 years now. I've seen the ones that have come and gone. And I remember back in the day, there was like a fitness influencer. She's like, I have it all. I have a million followers and I have all this money that I've made and everything's so great. And then her world came crashing down and she doesn't even do that anymore. You know, I'm doing the same thing I've been doing for 12 years. It's just getting bigger and bigger. I'm doing consistent building, growing and expansion, teaching the exact same things, doing the exact same things I was doing in 2012. I've just expanded and grown and added to the foundation that I started back then. But this woman was completely burnt out. And she said, she's like, well, I, I had it all, but she didn't have it all. She had a lot of things that she thought she needed. She had a lot of things that society told her to have. She thought she hit the heights of success because she had made seven figures and she had a thriving business and she had a lot of, atten- of attention on her and she had all the, the bells and whistles, but she burnt out and she ended up getting serious health issues and serious stress. And then her relationship went in flames and she was on medications and she, she said she was depressed and she said she started drinking alcohol and then she was on depression meds and one thing after the other. And then she kind of went away for a while. And then she came back to social media and tried to like rebrand herself as something different. And she crashed a second time. So when you hear people say they had it all, but then they were just miserable, <laughs> that that's not having it all because having it all inherently means you are a happy person. I wake up every day of my life happy for 52 years. And I've been through some hard shit. I'll probably be talking about it at some point. Some of the harder things I've been through, some things that some people might not have even survived, but I've been through difficult things and I've always woken up happy. I've always woke up in the morning with gratitude and joy, even through the hard things because my life has been aligned. My life has been what I want it to be. And that's what having it all is. So don't believe the lie that you can't have it all and you have to pick and choose. You don't have to pick and choose because here's the thing. And this is the thing I'm going to leave you with for wrapping up this very first podcast episode of She Can Have It All. The divine, the creator, God, put in your heart the desires that align with your true life path. What God has ordained for you is yours. It's yours. It's nobody else's. It's yours. And you deserve it. And you absolutely can have all of it. And what having it all is for you will look very different than what having it all is for someone else but you can have it all when you are aligned 
And when you understand that it takes an inward journey, it's not, it's not about going outwards and seeing what kind of pictures you can cut out of magazines for your vision board. It's an inward journey of understanding what dreams and visions God put in your heart and aligning that, that internal value with what's being manifest in your 3D world and having coherence. Coherence is the most important thing you can have because when you have a value within you that you are not acting on externally, then you have discordant energy. And the minute you have discordant energy, you're seeing what we're seeing in the world around us, chaos and unhappiness and constant struggling and feeling like you're always behind the eight ball and feeling like you can't ever keep up. And there's so much and there's too much and it's too confusing and there's things coming at you left and right. My goal with this podcast is to bring peace to your life. And the way that I can help bring peace to your life is to share with you stories, conversations, ideas, and teachings that come from living a peaceful life of coherence and being able to tune out the noise and being able to shut down any critics or haters or people that are self-hating and they project on you. Because when you hear any negativity from people outside of yourself, people who don't like you or don't like how you're living or just have a lot of vitriol and angry, mean, negative energy, those are people who are self-hating. So when you learn to turn that completely off, it starts to sound like the Charlie Brown noise. You're like, oh, I don't even hear that, right? They don't matter. And that's what I can bring to you through this podcast and what my intention is to help you have that peace and to have it all to understand what that means for you. And then you get to make the decisions on how to embark on that journey of having it all. And you can, you can have it all. I'm living proof of that. I am no different than anyone else other than the fact that I've always believed and known that. So through this podcast, I am on a mission to guide you to know that as well about yourself, that you are worthy, you do deserve it. It does require work. It's definitely not easy, in my opinion, to shift from not believing in that to understanding that it's a universal truth, that what God put in your heart is meant for you. You just have to make adjustments and shifts and changes and do some healing and decide if that's worth it for you. But that is my goal for this podcast. She can have it all. And thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of this community. And if you're new here, welcome. And I'm sure I'll be hearing from many of you on different topic ideas. I'm definitely open because I have a million, but I'm sure there's a million more that I haven't thought of. And if there are things that you actually want me to cover or talk about or questions that you have that you'd like to have answered in this format, just let me know on social media and I will take it into consideration. So thank you all for being here. Aloha. You can find me on Instagram at Leanna Shanti, and you can find all of my programs for healing and spiritual programs at LeannaShanti.com. And for everything health related, healing candida programs in women's hormones, men's health, children's health, brain health, dental health, and for my health coach certification school, you can find that on Instagram at HMI Nutrition School 
or on the web at hminutrition.com. For business programs, you can find those at 12dbschool.com. 